Welcome to The Wayfinder Show with Adam Lacey and Luis Hernandez, where guests discuss the why and how of making changes in their life that led them down a greater, more authentic path or allowed them to level up in some area of their life. Our goal is to dig deep and provide not only knowledge, but actionable advice to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. Come join us and find the way to your dream life. Welcome back to the Wayfinder Show. Louie, how are you doing today? Doing great, man. Good. Good stuff. So everyone, we got a we got kind of a little different episode planned for you today. Um, we thought, well, as of recording this, is the beginning of August, but since we, we're into Q3 now, uh, we thought we'd do kind of a mid-year review, check in on, on how things have been going throughout the year in our lives and, and what we got planned for the future. Uh, just make sure we're keeping our eye on on different gardens in our life and different things that are going on. Um, so, yeah, without further ado, Louie, you want to jump in with our first garden that we're going to discuss? Yeah, sure. We're we're taking this from the uh, the one sheet that we do in our Go Abundance Mastermind, right? Which is where we met. Mm-hmm. So, uh, first garden is a uh, health and nutrition. I had a I had set out the year to do you know five minutes of core strength uh, workout five days a week uh, was one of my I would say I'm about fifty percent there I started off the year really good you know I started training for that Mesa marathon and so everything was my discipline was good then after that I started with seventy five hard and kept the discipline up and around sometime in May I fell off the wagon. And I have not been that consistent since. So I would say I'm probably at 50% there. I'm back up to about three days a week of doing some kind of store, core strength routine. And that's probably where I'm going to keep it at for now. Um, so even though I set out for five days a week, I, you know, I, I'm going to give myself a break for now for at least uh, till I start training hard for my marathon, my next marathon, which will probably start picking that up like in October um, and, and just stick to about three days a week of a, of a core strength routine. When's Tokyo? Yeah. So Tokyo marathon is my next one. That's going to be March 3rd. So March I'll probably 3rd. really start ramping up in uh, October. Got it. For my, that training. Yeah. So a few more weeks of uh, a few more months of, of taking it easy. Now, taking it easy for me is still like mid 40, um, you know, 40 something miles a week. So I'm still running six days a week, uh, 40 miles a week, uh, doing two workouts a week, two running workouts. And the rest is all easy runs. I do have my longer runs up to about 12 miles a week now. I'll probably just stay there. Uh, give it, you know, I probably won't go up above that much but i'll i'll go down to you know anywhere between 10 and 12 um what does a running workout look like oh yeah so i'll do some like sprint type workout interval workouts so that'll mean um it could be just hitting a track for 400 or 800 something like that or or doing some hill repeats go find a nice long hill uh run up it for you know a minute come back down do it again a bunch of times those kind of things and then uh some kind of tempo progression run uh up to about a half an hour for now 
And that's going to be something a little faster, somewhere faster than marathon pace, but not as fast as like a 10K pace. Hmm. So two of those. Usually when I do marathon training, I I ramp up my mileage, do more long runs, but I take away one of those workouts per week. I'll, I'll alternate them. So I'll do one of those workouts a week right now. I'm doing two. So, yeah. How about you? How are you doing on health and nutrition? You know, it kind of disappointing at the moment, to be honest with you. I guess, I mean, the year started off good, as, as you yeah. know. I think I started 75 hard in January. So basically the beginning of the year did that. That was well. Um, that went well. And I was, I was doing good on everything. You know, even after 75, things were going going fine. You know, I, I moved to South Carolina and, and you know, along that, a week or so it took me to get here you know I, I probably ate a little extra food but anyway i got here i got back into my groove and 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 things were fine um and then to be honest with you not that it's anybody's fault but myself but when when my family got to south carolina in in you know right in the beginning of june for whatever reason, you know, we were going out and trying new restaurants and I just kind of let myself slip, not only in my diet, but um, also in my workouts. I mean, I like I kind of like you, like I, I I've stayed consistent with working out six to seven days a week. It's just I think the the level of intensity of my workouts slipped for a while and, and just you know, I'd say this past week or two, I, I'm starting to ramp up and starting to be more mindful of my diet. But to be honest with you, I'm thinking about just saying screw it and diving back in with the Mediterranean diet and just just doing that again, just because I know it's something that I did for so long, that, you know, for those 75 days, at least that I can kind of brainlessly do that and not have to put too much thought into it. I might just just do that just to just to shake up the system again. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, I mean, all it's in all, it's fine. It's just, you know, I've, I've let it slip from where I was. You know, it was, I was, I was pretty happy with where I was physically when I, I ended 75 hard and I kind of let that get away from me. Yeah. How'd you, um, what else has changed in 75 hard? I'm curious. What else has changed? Yeah. Besides the diet and exercise, has, have you been able to maintain the lifestyle pretty much of 75 hard? Uh, well, what do you mean? I mean, I'm not doing two workouts a day, if that's what yeah. you mean. Um, back drinking alcohol occasionally. Um, yeah, I don't know what you mean by the lifestyle. Reading? All the, I mean, all the stuff. Do you, you're still reading at least 10 pages yeah. a day? Well, no, I don't know that I read every day. I'm kind of back yeah. to where I was before I did 75 hard. I mean, I read on most days. I probably read five days a week. Yeah, good. Yeah. What else was in there? That's it, right? Yeah. It's kind You're of not it. taking a picture of yourself? I, I do not take a picture of myself. <laughs> I hated day. that part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get yeah. it. No, I mean, I, um, I, you know, I mean, you had a, I, I commend you, man. You still had a lot of shakeup. I mean, you, you, you changed your whole world, <laughs> you know, yeah. halfway through the year. So to, to maintain anything has been pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, and I'm I'm not beating myself up over it, but anyway, it's the uh, honeymoon's over. It's time to time to get back to where I I want to be physically. So, and I, I think I actually I, I've never been a member of a gym before, 
Um, uh-huh. I've just always kind of worked out by myself. I like the flexibility and I like just kind of being alone. But um, I, my wife's a member of Planet Fitness and, it, it, you know, just for whatever reason, the last couple of weeks, we've been, we win a few times and I, I actually kind of, kind of dig having access to all the equipment, you know, especially for, for weightlifting. Yeah. So I think um, there's a gym that's a lot closer to my house than, than Planet Fitness. I might, and they do like a seven day free trial. I might do that this week and just check it out, see how that goes. And I might join a gym, might make it a little, little easier for me to get after it a little harder, I think. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah I've been thinking, you know, when I was trying the 75 hard thing, I, I got a PT, as you know, and I was trying out different gyms. Yeah. And um I I yeah, I I did enjoy it actually. I, I really liked having a PT and that's probably what I should do again. I was starting to actually put on a little bit of muscle for the first time in my life, which is nice. So um but yeah, I, I don't know where I'd fit it at this point. <laughs> you know. Um but you can always, you know, there's a will, there's a way, right? So Yeah, there's always space somewhere, but I get it. Yeah. It's we're all pretty busy right now, but um yeah yeah and the other the other thing there was i mean it kind of might spill over into the lifestyle thing but i I started a 5 a.m run club here in denver Mm -hmm. um early in the summer and that has you know i ran already this morning uh it's made a world of difference for me it's kind of helped me rebuild my discipline and get back up to 40 plus mile weeks you know which is a nice base for me to have and um and meet a lot of new people. Uh, it's been fun building that community up and, and being a part of that. And so I've, I've enjoyed it. And it's, again, like a lifestyle thing. And a couple of us, well, we're starting, you know, talking about holding each other accountable with those little core workouts and everything as well. So it, it's neat because, you know, the people who come out and run at 5 a.m., it, it's serious, right? There's not people who are just in it, you know, in and out like it's uh people who really take everything a little bit more serious. So, so yeah. it's, uh, we, we have great conversations like the ones we do here uh, about mindset and discipline and, and things like that. So uh, interesting people from all different walks of life, really intelligent. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying that. That's mm. great, man. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's going to tie into uh, probably a, a few of these gardens we'll talk about. And, and yeah. to clarify to the listener, when I talk about gardens, what we're talking about here is obviously we just dove into health, nutrition. The other ones are spiritual contribution, lifestyle and adventure, personal growth, family, relationships, financial, and then your environment and tribe. And those are kind of the, the eight garden areas of your life that we're talking about. So that's right. Sorry, just thought I'd clarify that. Yeah. Um, so leading out of health, um, I guess we can dive into spiritual contribution. Uh, what, what do you have there for us, Lou? Yeah, as we talked about, I got into the Tokyo Marathon. The way I got in was through charity. So I'm raising $4,000 for a great charity called Room to Read. They help... Um, uh, kids around the world who don't have access to learning how to read, to to learn how to read. You know, they teach they empower, empower communities through literacy, and in particular, they focus on girls. You know, because uh, a lot of you know, there's about 700 million people around the world who are illiterate, and um, of those, 65 percent of them are girls. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, there's a lot of cultures where they just don't teach girls how to read. Can't go to school. 
anything like that. So um, this charity uh, is actually U.S. based out of San Francisco, um, but they, you know, just do a lot to build libraries and, and distribute books and teach kids how to read all over the world, um, which is pretty neat. So I have to raise $4,000 for them for Tokyo. And as of this morning, we're at 3090 already. So more than 75% of the way. And it hasn't even, it's only been like, I think uh, July 7th is when I got it. So about it, almost, oh, exactly a month to this day, already raised a little over $3,000. So it's been great. That's good, man. That's really cool. That yeah. sounds like a good call. Um, yeah, it is. Actually, is it all right yeah. if we put a link in this uh, with the show notes here? So if people want to donate? No. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Of course. Do it. Thanks. Thanks. So that's where I'm I'm focusing my contribution energies. Yeah. And it, it, so for me, contribution... Um, I'm pretty excited about this. I, this was something that was lacking probably for the first half of the year as I was is doing a lot of things. As, as you know, I think I, I used to volunteer for an organization called Cure Search in Colorado. And then to be honest with you, the, the woman that was running that went to work somewhere else. And the little group we had kind of disbanded after we we planned our annual walk this past September. Um, and I guess they're they're actively doing things again. But anyway, of course, along those lines, I also moved to South Carolina. So I was looking for a new opportunity. And um, someone suggested that I check out Make-A-Wish, which obviously I've heard of Make-A-Wish. I think most of us have probably heard of, you know, kids going to Disney World who have, have terminal illnesses and things like that. But, um, you know, they do a lot more than just that. And, and so I'm volunteering with the local South Carolina make-a-wish chapter here um i just started nice. doing that as of about a month ago um just it, it, it's kind of fun so far just how i've only i've had one what they call discovery calls but basically like just uh a couple of us volunteers will go meet with a kid either in person or, or via zoom and and just start to help them plan out um their wish and what they want to do for their wish so um yeah i've done that one so far and got another one coming up and then and then along those lines i'll i'll stay kind of in touch with with the kids for the most part at least some of them up until they get their wish because a lot of times you know they'll start planning the wish and the, the wish won't actually happen for about a year to get everything mm -hmm. planned and and funded and, and and things like that but um but yeah so anyway that's my I love that. contribution piece right now. That's a great cause, man. Yeah. Kudos to you. Do you do, are you allowed to talk about what the wishes are? Um, yeah, I don't see why not. I'm I'm not gonna name names or anything like that. Of but um yeah, so the the one little girl that I that I did meet with, I think what was she? She's about four years old something like that, three or four years old. And and she really wants a beach vacation. Um which is kind of funny because we live like 10 minutes from the beach. But, uh, you know, she she has this idea of, you know, a beach vacation. They're originally from California and, and their grandparents are in California. So I think she really wants to just go uh, wow. do a Cali beach vacay where her, her grandparents can meet her. So we're going to try to make wow. that happen. What part of California? Um, 
I can't remember the name of the city and I probably shouldn't say it anyway, I guess, but uh, it's, it's not far from LA. It's like inland, little North of LA. Okay. So we, you know, we might do like San Diego or or just something near LA, but you know, something where the grandparents can just kind of drive to. Yeah. Well, maybe somebody hears this who can help us with, you know, a beach house somewhere near LA that, you know, four year old, Make a wish, kid could go to and and have their dream come true. And sure. Spend it with their grandparents. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. So, what about a lifestyle adventure? Lifestyle adventure. I'd say I'm. Uh, well, I guess there's two ways to look at it. I was going to say that's probably something that's been down for me, but really, I guess if 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 I lumped buying a business and moving across the country into yeah. that, then, then it's probably <laughs> been a pretty productive year on that standpoint. Um, it's, it's been a lot of excitement, a lot of things going on earlier this year, as far as, you know, leaving my job and, and buying a roofing business and moving to the Charleston area. I mean, there's a lot of adventure there, I guess, tied into that. However, I mean, I think, you know, part of the reason I, 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 moved to a beach town was so I could surf and boat and fish and, and do things on the water. And I really have been kind of obviously preoccupied with some other things, running the business and getting my family out here and not, but I, I, I do want to take some more time to get out on the ocean. I really haven't been doing that much yet. Um, another intention that I set for myself in that garden is to sign up for a race, some kind of race, whether it's a mud run or a 10 K or something by the end of the year. Um, and I haven't done that yet either. So, so I guess those are, those are the pieces I'm, I'm going to try to work on here in the next couple months to, to, to get that back in order. Okay. Are there any How big races? What are the What's big that? races in South Carolina? Sorry, say that again. What are the big races down here in South Carolina? Oh, I don't know. I mean, you know, there's a variety of, you know, yeah, mud sure. runs and Spartans and Savage races and things like that. Um, oh. And then, you know, there's obviously marathons and, and 10Ks and things like that, just like anywhere else. They do a big one in May, and it was right after I moved here. I almost signed up for it, but it was it was literally like a few days after I moved here. So I, I just thought I was I was kind of overwhelmed at that time. But they it's uh, called the Bridge Run, and you basically run across one of the one of the big bridges in town and back and it's a it's a big event they block off the bridge and they have vendors and things like that so and that's that every may what's that is it at night i don't think it's at night okay. i think it's during the day okay cool yeah. i think there's a series of bridge runs that are held at night around the country that's why i was wondering but oh okay this is different yeah cool well we had a big uh i had a big goal to get my family out overlanding you know, I got a little truck last year and, and I get out and go overlanding. I've done it quite a bit this summer, actually. It's been a good one for it. But um, we rented an overlanding trailer as well uh, this summer and got away for eight days. And we went all the way up to Yellowstone, went up cool. the Wyoming side, went out, you know, stayed outside the Tetons and went up to Yellowstone through there and then came down the Idaho side. And that was like an epic vacation. So fun. Nice. Every day we we went, we set out, we we never, you know, we made no reservations any night. <laughs> we uh, never got a campsite, like a real campsite. It was all dispersed camping everywhere. So Sweet. we stayed like in National Forest, BLM land, 
Um, was that with your it, daughters too, or just your wife? Yeah, yeah, and oh, two cool. dogs, two girls, and a wife. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep, and um, it was an absolute blast. Every day was different. It was every day was beautiful. We had one night where it was really buggy. Ironically, it was at Yellowstone, like right outside of Yellowstone, uh, which were that was kind of our goal destination, and and uh, it ended up being the buggiest site. I mean, no matter what I did, Adam, I I, I tried to set the whole freaking forest on fire, to burn, and they were still coming. I shouldn't say that because actually that's a real thing here, so I joke, but I shouldn't be joking about that. But this this summer has been so wet um that you could do fires which is nice because i actually was thinking i don't remember the last time i i was able to have a campfire out west right since moving here you by middle of summer you can't do them because fires are a real thing right Uh, wildfires but this summer uh we've had so much precipitation that you could do fires but that also meant we had bugs so yeah yeah but it was it was a blast that's great man that sounds like a great trip yeah and um think for the rest of the year uh you know we're gonna hunker down gotta get the big trip to tokyo next year we're all going trying to go to that and gonna really just focus yeah and uh really try to focus on on uh the business so i i don't know if there's much lifestyle adventure left for this summer probably the holidays we might go to florida but yeah um but that sounds like a good one yeah yeah that's cool man yeah how about personal growth intellectual yeah i'd set to i had like i i know we both uh are big probably more book collectors and book readers although i know we both read a lot right so uh, uh i had piles of books everywhere you know in my garage in my uh shelves my nightstand my office so one of my big goals was just to sort through them and just figure out what i'm really going to read or not and I got rid of a big box of books. <laughs> and then the other part was just to read at least a book a month. And I, I, I'm actually ahead of, well, no, now we're in August date where I've, I've read a book. I've read eight books this month. So this year so far. So I'm about there. There you go. Um, I'll probably just send them my way, man. And don't, don't get rid of books. Just, just send them to your friend, Adam. Yeah. You probably read half the ones I've got yeah, already probably. anyway. So <laughs> just, yeah. And I, the other big one for me was to get a mindset coach, which I did get for a little bit and just realized I wasn't, you know, didn't really, I don't think it was the right play. Uh, I just felt like I needed one. I think we could all use some coaching, but I'm, I put that on hold for a little bit. You think it was the wrong play or the wrong person or both? Probably both. Um, there is somebody who... I have considered getting coaching with, but you know what it is, Adam? I think we look for things when we have, we're in a place where we don't have too much clarity. We're kind of feeling a little lost or frustrated or, you know, just some, some kind of like yellow lights, red lights, right? Like we, we don't know what to do. I think that's when we really need coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe we always need it to prevent that as well, but I have felt a pretty significant sense of, of clarity in my life um most of this year really i think i just was trying to get a coach for the point of having a coach so i think i'm on point now i've had some change recently at my in my business that is starting to create a little bit of 
you know, uh, uh, ambiguity that maybe I, I should consult with a coach with. Um, and I think I have the guy if I, if I do it, but, um, but I, but not too much. I'm feeling pretty motivated and, and clarity and, and happy in general in most places. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it, it never hurts to have the right coach at least. Right. right. Um, it's just, you know, whether you want to prioritize and spend the money at the moment and, you know, weighing the pros and cons of it, I guess, but it's, it's never a bad thing to have somebody to, somebody to talk to and help, help. I mean, even if it's just someone being a sounding board to totally. to bounce your ideas off of, it's at least for me, that's always helpful, but a hundred percent, but I hear you. But I hear yeah. You. I'm also very lucky to have friends like you that, be able to talk with at times yeah, you are. like that and clarify it, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, now you're going to send me a bill, but, uh, <laughs> that's all right. How about, how about you? What, uh, what's up with person? What are you doing on personal growth and intellectual? Yeah. Personal growth, intellectual. So, you know, at the beginning of the year, I just kind of set attention to, to have, you know, reading goals and, and a gratitude goal. And, and I do those things, but really the things that I guess that pops out for me right now is I just got done reading um, 10X is Easier Than 2X by by Ben Hardy and, um, well, Ben Hardy and Dan Sullivan. And I think that's the third book that those two have done together. And, and you know, along with Who Not How and The Gap and The Gain, who which we've probably both mentioned on this show yeah. before. And I knew I was going to like this book because I like those other two. And I, but yeah. I just thought like, yeah, it's probably going to be a lot of regurgitating of, of the other concepts and, and which some of it was, but I don't know. There's something about this book that I don't I think this is kind of a, at least right now, a mindset shifter for me, where instead of just going on from book to book to book, I think I'm going to sit with this one for a while and and mm. use it um, to kind of plan my life through. And and I was talking to somebody wow. else about this about a month ago, and and you know, and they're also in Go Abundance, and, and and their pod is using it as a. Um, almost a lens where they're filtering everything through, like all their conversations are kind of in a way filtered through the concepts in that book. And, and I kind of like that for my life. So I I got done reading it, you know, highlight a bunch of stuff and now I'm going to go in and kind of go back through it again and start picking apart these different areas of my life and running it through some of those concepts in the book. And and I know this is kind of nebulous right now, if you haven't read the book, but uh, and I won't get into details, but just so so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, you know, mm. uh, with the concept of of 10x is easier than 2x, and and taking that with my personal relationships, business, um, friendships, health. I, I think all of this stuff can you can tie those concepts into all of that. And I, I'm just going to kind of sit with that for a while, I think. Huh. I like that idea. I, I haven't read it, but I listened to it. And um, I, I, I've been thinking of picking that one up to read as well. Some books, I think you need to do both ways. Mm-hmm. That seems like one. Um, in, 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 in listening to it, he's got like three extra hours of interviews with Dan Sullivan. Oh, really? Like he did the same thing with Who Now How and, and The Gap and Again. And uh, Who Now How is one that I read and listened to. 
Uh, Gap and Again, I only listened to. But um, I, I think that one I need to go back to. You're right. 10X is easier than 2X. Is, it's it's powerful. I need to go and read it. And yeah, um, yeah there's, there's a lot of actionable advice in that book. That That's we have another paradigm shape, shift shaping book uh, draft. That's definitely going to be on there. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it would be for sure. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you already touched a little bit on your trip, but the, you know, next garden we're going to talk about is family. Um, what else you got there? Yeah. I'm feeling really good about my family. Um contributions there i you know we got a dog right just before new year's a new puppy her name is kiwi she's an aussie shepherd uh uh poodle mix and we got her with the intent of her becoming eventually my running dog she'll be a one year old in october and uh i've gotten some like one mile runs with her but we take her hiking a lot she's really high energy she's really brought the family together uh, a lot of fun and uh so that that's been you know new addition to the family obviously she's great yesterday we went hiking up in in chautauqua and boulder with her and she did great and uh also my wife and i you know we go on a weekly date we actually do gentle yoga every friday night we didn't go this friday um just because our teacher was out and we've we've kind of like really we there's a certain teacher we like now so we stick to her and then we usually go to dinner after and we've been very consistent with that. So like her yeah. and I, I think we have a stronger of a relationship. It was maybe ever right now. Like we're really, you know, it made me really proud. Last week she had a day, you know, one of those days where uh, just shit is going to hell in a handbasket. And she calls me and she's like, hey, can we just go for a hike? I, I really need to talk shit out. And, uh, and of course I did, right? And drop, but, you know, we hadn't actually had, sometimes you don't realize where your relationship was till it changes. Right. And uh, we hadn't had that with each other for a long time. And for her to just call me and just count on me to like go and talk shit out and like that, you know, um, on a whim, not unplanned, you know, it was, it was cool. Um, and I just find like, we're, we're like best friends again. And yeah, I don't think we realized that we, we really weren't there. Um, you know, especially when now our kids are older. And so we're co- coming into this transition where we don't have to like, just always be about the kids. Like we can take time for ourselves first mm-hmm. for each other. So it's kind of like we're re like almost like re falling in love again, you know? <laughs> um, I don't know. It, it's a nice place to be. And with the kids, it's fun too. Cause you know, I, I have a girl who's going to be 18 in like two weeks. man. So we're like now, we're watching movies that like i'd be embarrassed to watch with my kids now you know like because she she can you know like um uh, you know a scene where we'd like cover her eyes before now we don't it's kind of weird so there's like all this shifting happening in our family right <laughs> dynamics because yeah um it's 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 been fun and of course we had that great road trip which i was dreading i was excited to put them onto overlanding but I was dreading because I thought I was just going to hear whining and complaining. But man, it was just a really, really, really special trip, you know. Yeah. And we, you asked me what we did, and we probably did nothing, man. I can't even remember because it was just most of the time I was just driving and finding like the perfect place to park and camp for the night, you know. 
Yeah. But it was just beautiful. It was cool, it, man. It was really good. Nice, so, peaceful. Yeah. Sure. So the family garden, I, I actually probably feel like it's the strongest garden I have right now, which I'm really grateful for because it should be, right? It should be yeah. for all of us, I think. Absolutely. And uh, I can't really say it has. Say we do that, but we, we haven't been intentional about it. But it is. It's really good. Yeah. And I'd say for me, I, that's a very strong one for me right now, too. Probably stronger than it's ever been. Um, nice. You know, it was earlier this year was a little, I don't want to say it was rocky. We were just going through a lot of stuff. And I was living in South Carolina about a month and a half before my family got here. So there was a lot of separation and, and anxiety and, and and things like that. And, and now that everybody's here, things are great. Um, yeah. You know, we're spending a lot of time together. I mean, honestly... Katie and I have spent a lot of time partially, partially because she, you know, we don't have all of our our friends that we had. Yeah, in Colorado have no and things like that. <laughs> we're just kind of spending time together, but we're really getting out, enjoying. We're talking more. Um, it, it's it, it's been really good with Katie. Now, one thing I do want to implement, you know, you mentioned date nights. That's something that that I do want to re-implement, especially now my parents are in town, so. So we'll have people that can watch the kids and do that. Um, so I do want to implement that. But but all in all, things are going really well. I think between me and Katie, we're really, really in alignment lately, which is good. Um, and then with the kids, same kind of thing. We're spending a lot of time with the kids. And in fact, to be honest with you, it gets to a point sometimes where it's like, I need to make it a point to make sure I'm taking time for myself because I've, we've been spending so much time with the kids, but, mm-hmm. um, but that's it. I think that's a good problem to have. I'd rather have that mm-hmm. problem than the opposite. And, and, you know, we do, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but every month we have what we call just one-on-one day where Katie will take one of the kids and I'll take the other kid um, for, you know, three or four hours and we just let them pick whatever they want to do. And we do that. And, you know, yeah. so we didn't do a few months because we weren't living in the same state, but uh we got back into that, did that in July. We get another one coming up. We'll probably do it next weekend or the weekend after. Um, and then, and that, yeah. And, you know, just, just spending time with the kids and, and exploring the new place we live and things like that has, has been good. So I think, I think I'm in a good spot with family as well. Awesome. Yeah. Um, relationships relationships so part of the intention i set earlier this year in this category was was really uh, building relationship with uh my manager my employee here which i think has gone well he's actually in, in europe uh for a couple weeks now he should he gets back uh, i think he'll be back at work thursday it's monday today um but it's been good. We, we've been getting along pretty well there and I'm, I'm trying to do what I can to make sure we, you know, take time to make sure he's good. And, and I, I'm going to plan a little, um, little session with him when he gets back in town to, to, you know, make sure we're in alignment on the mission and the vision for the company and where we want to go and, and how I see him helping out and, and make sure we're on the same page there. So, so that has been good. Um, I also wanted to, to join some some business networking groups and things like that um, and build some relationships there. I don't know. That might be in the wrong garden, actually, now that I'm saying that out loud. But um, I really haven't done that yet as far as going out in, in groups. However, 
and this kind of ties into the environment tribe, I guess I'm jumping the gun there, but I did start a little roofer pod, if you will. Uh, Mm. There's four of us that get together just virtually every other Wednesday and just talk about our roofing businesses and try to help each other out. So that's, that's been good as well. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. These are all people, roofers within GoBundance? Or just roofers, you know? Three of us are are in a merge and one of, one of them is not. Okay. Oh, neat. Yeah. All around the country. One's in Oregon, one's in um, Montana, and one's in Ohio, and, and I'm in South Carolina. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So I set out, um, I also set out to join like a networking type of group for commercial real estate. You know, last few years I've gotten deeper into that, but I haven't really networked in the community with it. And so I uh, have been checking out a few different groups and there's one I really like here in Denver called the Mile High Exchangers. And I, I really enjoyed getting to know that group. Uh, a lot of independent brokers been doing this a very long time there very positive environment uh and I, so I'm, I'm enjoying it where some of the groups have been going to it just very doom and gloomy and i just haven't enjoyed that part so um also trying to reconnect with some of my uh classmates from my mba mm. which i um i definitely i think i do a better job than you know um i, I do a pretty good job there connecting had a i've had a few lunches uh with different uh classmates this year so that's that i actually this is our 10-year anniversary since we graduated so i should probably maybe make it a goal to try and put something together to bring us together when we first graduated i was usually the one who did those kind of things um a lot of people went off on their own so i have i'm always a social butterfly there so i guess i should probably take that initiative again and then, you know, like this, I, I put, I don't know if it's the right place, but I feel like relationships are also part of this podcast. I felt I wanted to build more relationships. One of my big goals was to build more relationships with people who I really, um, you know, admire what they're doing. Um, and, you know, I want to surround myself with, uh, you know, we always talk about we we are the sum of the the five people we hang around with the most. And so if we want to level mm-hmm. up, we got to level up those five people. And I, I part of it for me was this podcast to do that. And uh, I think we're doing that. We've we've uh, connected with some people we would have never connected with otherwise that I'm I'm really grateful to have a relationship with now because of this podcast. You know, yeah. some of these past guests are just real badasses that. Now we got their numbers and we can call them and uh, it's pretty neat. Yeah. Honestly, that that's definitely one of the best parts about having a podcast is you just have a, have a decent excuse to just sit down with, with interesting people for an hour. And so I'm with you there. All right. How about financial investment material? Yeah. That garden. So quite candidly, we got ourselves, on a little bit over our heads with i'll break this up into two well no we're going to go into business right so uh, well we got ourselves into a bit of a pickle with credit cards we went in a little higher we used more than we should have and you know the rates have gone up quite a bit and uh we've been for many many years just using our cards and paying them off every month and just accumulating points of all things and now the rates have gotten to a point where you know, it uh, wasn't there. And um, 
So my big goal is just to knock it out um, this quarter. We, yeah, and and just start. We we just got into a bad habit and letting go. It isn't too out of control, so we'll be able to get ourselves out of it. But that was a big one. And other than that, just keep trying to stack. You know, put away money to invest. You know, quite candidly, last second half of last year when things started to go down. I stopped doing some of that. And I think that was like the worst time to do that, right? Like that's when you actually want to do it more. As we saw this first half of the year, like the markets, just about everything rebounded with with some real fierceness. And and that's that's why when things are going to shit, that's when you should actually be investing heavily. Mm-hmm. And uh I regret I did it. So so just, you know, get back into that habit of stacking some money away. That's yeah, it. we're kind of in a similar point. I, you know, we've spent a lot of money this year and, and, you know, part of it is to be expected moving across the country and buying a new house and buying furniture. And this, and now we got to buy a fence or, you know, build a fence and, and, you know, all this little things that keep stacking up for us. So we're okay, but, but I, we do need to kind of, now that we're here and, and we're living, stabilize, reevaluate our, our just personal budget and yeah. start setting some intention sticking to that so we do have that money set aside now i've always set up so i i have money that directly just goes to investment vehicles um right off the top every month so we're still at least doing that but um it, like you said it, this is this has been a, a would have been a great year still a great time to to really invest money in things that are down and, and, you know, probably haven't done as good of a job as that. Now, part of it, again, it, you know, not to make excuses, but, you know, I, I, most of my funds this year have been allocated towards, you know, not only the move, but obviously buying the business. So that's just yeah. where, where I'm yeah. at right now. So I missed out on a few opportunities in the market, I'm sure, and the real estate and things like that, but that's okay. I think I'm, I think I'm on the right path, but, but like I said, we need to, need to, regather and reevaluate our our personal budget and, and probably stick to that a little better than we have the last month or two. Yeah. Going through this exercise, um, I did this like about a month ago and uh I, I had not been staying on top of it. And that was part of my problem. I should, you know, we should be yeah, looking at our budgets and everything very regularly and reevaluating them if we need mm-hmm. be. Because we did, you know, my my income is dependent on real estate sales and they were down. Uh, from second half of last year till very recently, you know, now things are getting better again, but you can't, you, you know, things go down, you have to adjust your lifestyle. And in the meantime, like you, we still kept buying everything the same and not realizing, not even paying attention to how much like prices had gone up, (laughs) which I know is, it's ridiculous, but I mean, that's what we did. It wasn't smart, but it's it's just where we're at, but that's all right. We we're okay. We're adjusting and, and we can, you know, we're, We'll be fine, but yeah, it's just some of those things that holy shit, like you gotta pay it, you gotta always keep your eye on the ball, absolutely, you know. And that's part of the reason off. we do things like this, right? Just reminders, exactly. like, hey, gotta gotta keep the eye on the ball here. It's okay, totally. you can have some grace with yourself. There's there's gonna be ups and downs and ebbs and flows, but um, you can't take the eye off the ball for too long, totally. All right. Now we already kind of touched on environment tribe, but but real quick, I guess I, I mentioned my 
my roofer pod that I'm doing, which I, I love. It's been super helpful and fun. Um, and we're actually, there's a roofing convention in November that we're all going to meet at in person. So that'll, that'll be good too. So that that's uh-huh. good building relationships and tribe there. Um, and then also kind of similar to what you and I did in Denver with our local Denver meetup, I'm, I'm starting a local um, emerge kind of group in Charleston sure. here as well. So there's, there's a, a few people that live here um, that I've met with in person and, and I've done now I'm doing monthly in-person meetups. Um, we just did our second one this past weekend, but each time I've only had one person show up just because schedules, but uh, hoping going forward here, you know, after some summer vacations and whatnot are over that we can, we can get some more traction with that here. Yeah. Here, you know, we have our Denver crew that you and I started. Uh, that continues to go well. We met a couple of weeks ago. That's why I had, you know, a head start on this. Um, it's obviously evolved. We miss you, man. You you really hold our, you know, you you when you get up there and you you deliver with this ferociousness that you do, it makes it, it gets us all amped. So nice. we're, we're trying. Uh, yeah, we, we miss you guys too. On. I do. I do yeah. still talk to. Our buddy will semi regularly. Yeah. I got to reach back out to him. It's been a couple of weeks, but uh, yeah. And obviously, you and I talk on this, but yeah, those Denver meetings were great, man. Just getting yeah. in and getting vulnerable, and, and we 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 dug deep. So yeah, it was it good. Was, that was fun. Other than that, I mean, we you know, I think um, I'm looking to get more involved in the podcast community because I really enjoy this. I want to get better at it. I'm mm-hmm. trying to personally improve on it. You know, with my voice and my delivery and all that starting to study that kind of thing as well as just interviewing skills but but as a tribe just get more involved with the community so i am going to a podcast movement conference it's in two weeks unfortunately or fortunately i guess i I have some clients coming from out of the country for a big closing i have but uh so i won't be able to attend all of it but I, I am signed up for all and i'm going to be there as much as possible and start to really get to know that community more uh, so we can learn and bring some things here to hopefully improve the show, you know, and just keep getting better at it. Yeah. So maybe get some great, great guests. Business. How are we doing there? Business. So, yeah, I mean, we're doing good. You know, I, I was at a point where I took over the company and, and um, kind of, as I mentioned before, my plan for the first couple of months was just to, I don't want to say sit back, but basically just kind of, run the company ex- exactly as it's been run um, just to help identify what I like, what I don't like, so on and so forth. And now, now I'm at the point where I'm starting to build down or tear down some of the way they were doing things and build them back up my own way and set intention there. So I just beginning to implement a completely new management software thing. Mm-hmm. I got a, a guy redoing my website, um, starting to work on some systems yeah, a lot of a lot of things on that front, which is I actually kind of enjoy. It's fun. It's just you know, and it, it, but it's illuminated that I do need to make some hires, right? You know, pulling back on on who, not how. Like I, I need to have the proper time to to build my business and work on my business. And I, I'm spending a lot of time, especially this week with my <laughs> my GM in Europe is especially tough. But even when he's here, um, it, I'm spending a lot of time doing day-to-day activities that I think are preventing me from doing a lot of the higher level things that I need to be doing. So I, I think there'll be an, another hire coming soon here. 
But in general, I think things are things are going about as I expected. Yeah, on my side, we're making a huge 180. <laughs> yeah. Last That's- week, really, um, we had one of our agents, you know, it's it, we have a small brokerage, you know, starting to, you know, really gain some traction on recruiting and trying to grow the residential side of the brokerage. And then one of our agents uh, let me know that she's going to go to another brokerage, which happens and it's fine and it's great. But that really made me, and I, I, I always expected that, right? Like, but, you know, I think when it actually happened, it really started to make me wonder, like, do I really want to go? You know, when you lose one person out of a 30-person team, that's 33% of your team. And really, they're the two doing residential. I was trying to build up the commercial side. So mm-hmm. that's 50% of the residential side, which is my stable uh, business. It just got me thinking about, do I really want to do that again? You know, do I really want to build up a residential brokerage? And... Ultimately, I came to the conclusion that I don't. And so sat with my partner. We talked about it, agreed to, to yeah, just basically tear it down and just go all in on commercial. We're starting to, we have a pretty good pipeline again. We have some closings coming up. Obviously, when we have closing the commercial side there, they give you a lot more breathing room than when the commercials on the residential side. So, so there's going to be a lot of change, which I'm excited about. Yeah. And I think I've held off for too long, man. I, I felt that was my comfort zone. You know, it's where I got started in real estate, what I know the most of, where, where I've done the best. But, you know, it's not what I enjoy as much anymore. I, I yeah. really, it feels heavy. And commercial, I don't have the same skill set or knowledge or confidence, I should say. But, man, uh, do I enjoy it more. I mean, I, I love every part of it. The, the intellectual challenge there which with each transaction the negotiation, the people I deal with, everything. So just going to re, redo it all, go yep. all in there. I was going to say the nice thing, I mean, I'll have to eventually come back to residential and I won't, and, and I've been thinking about, you know, just making it more investment real estate related because there's some clients I like who are investors who I really want to continue working with. They're going to just probably buy and sell residential real estate all their lives. But the... uh the other piece is we have some listing agreements already for for new home construction buildouts that are coming. Some of them are going to start delivering next year, and um, so I'll have to build a team out for that again as we get closer. So we'll see how that goes, you know, because it's not something I'm going to give up. I mean, it's it's quite a bit, and it'll be fun, you know, to just be a salesperson and uh, have build out a sales team for a whole new construction development, mm-hmm. but. But for the most part, we're going to work with developers and commercial uh, folks to help identify more properties to institutions, things like that. Yeah. You know, to help them meet their goals. I love that. And when you get further in, I want to do a whole episode on that. Once you get deeper in and, and the vision becomes more clear and, and you start to build it out, because that's that's very interesting. And, I, you know, for a while, it's it's felt heavy. You use that word and I agree. That's a good word. It's felt heavy when you've talked about your brokerage a lot Um, and always lighter when we, we geek out about our, our, you know, multifamily and things like the other ideas we've, we've kicked around over the last year or two. Um, Yeah. You could tell that that was a lot, a lot um, more enjoyable for you. So this, I think it's a great move, man. It's going to be a little shakeup for sure. But um, thank you. Luckily, you got this this big closing coming up. That's going to, like you said, kind of give you a little runway to to really hopefully 
build it out the way it needs to be. And you know, going back, it's like the Pareto's principle, right? You're 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 growing and you're you're shedding your 80 so you can focus on the 20 and then totally. you'll keep growing and shedding. I mean, it's it's you know, not to beat a dead horse, but it's it's kind of the 10x is easier than 2x. A lot of the concepts in that book around just finding your unique ability and and getting rid of all of the stuff that that doesn't and I think that's what you're doing. Yeah. There's a piece I'll miss, right? Like I, I really enjoy mentoring sure. and developing people. The agents I develop are awesome. And I'm really proud of the contribution they're going to make to the real estate community and, and you know, how they're going to do business. Um, but, you know, that, that I, I think I'll figure out how to get that back um, by just shifting. Yeah. Well, you'll need to. Commercial. I mean, yeah. You're not going to do it all yourself forever, right? Yeah, no, no. Yeah. So it's a big shift. Yeah. And, and that's where I talked earlier about having a little bit of ambiguity. I got to clarify now. Uh, yeah. But I, I like that. I, I I really enjoy that. Trying cool. to figure that out. So I have to figure that's out the cool, niches man. to work yeah. on, which I think I got. I just got to build them up. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. man. Can't wait to see what you do. Thanks. So I think that kind of takes us takes us through what we wanted to do today. Is there any other final thoughts you wanted to leave with the listeners? No, I mean, I think, uh, you know, we did this, uh, you and I do this already anyways, review our goals all the time, adjust, you know, course correct for the years you were at. And I, I think it's really important that people do this. So we wanted to to put it out there and do it live so that people can see what it's like, you know, and and yeah. and, and I think everybody should do this and look at all the different areas in your life and evaluate them. Uh, we, we do them quarterly actually in, in GoBundance, but, uh, you know, here on the Wayfinder show, we'll probably do it, uh, semi-annually, right. And, and, you know, set goals and, and review goals and, and accomplishments and, and adjust them. And, uh, it's an important thing. So hope, thanks for bearing with us and, uh, please feel free to send any constructive feedback on it as well. We're open. We were looking you know, to, uh, to improve always. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And also if anybody just wants to talk a little bit more about this or, or have somebody else to, to bounce ideas off of, I'm happy to schedule yeah. a call, you know, you, you can find us in the show notes or social media, or, or there's a lot of ways to get a hold of me. Feel free to do so. I'm happy to chat with anybody that would be interested in learning more. Or like I said, just having somebody to, to chat with. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, man. We hope you've enjoyed the Wayfinder Show. If you got value from this episode, please take a few seconds to leave us a five-star rating and review. This will allow us to help more people find their way to live more authentic and exciting lives. We'll catch you on the next episode.